Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I am so excited to bring you guys our guest. Today we have the honor of a former NFL XFL football player who was able to break in with one of the top medical device sale companies in the world. Uh, and he's going to kind of share his journey, uh, what he did to be able to land a job with one of the top companies in the world, and then just also his experience uh, playing in the NFL and XFL, uh, which not many people can say they did. So, <laughs> Durant, Miles, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure, and that's a great introduction. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, man. We're, no, we're excited to have Over-hyping you. Every day you get to sure. talk to a pro person. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, um, like you were saying, honestly, like a little, I guess I'll give just a little background. Yeah, tell us about me, yourself. Um, how I kind of, yeah, how I kind of broke into med device. So I played uh, football, college football, obviously for Boise State University, uh, up on the blue turf. Not sure if you ever watched a game. Every, or <laughs> everybody knows the blue turf. The Smurf turf. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, anyways, played there four years. Was a captain multiple years you know, was all Mountain West Conference uh, multiple years as well. Then I had the privilege and opportunity of playing for the Atlanta Falcons in the National Football League. Um, was there for a year. And then when I got released from them, uh, the XFL was just starting up. So I got picked up as well by the Seattle team and up in, you know, obviously Washington, Seattle, Washington. So played there uh, and then COVID hit and kind of gave the old X nay on the whole league. That was midway through the season. Um, but anyways, so after that point, you know, I was just I, – I knew – so, sorry, backtrack just a half a second. Yeah. All, all through college, I knew I had, I had done some internships um, with, like, our sports uh, – our team doc, like our orthopedic surgeon. I did an internship with Stryker. Um, you know, I did a bunch of different internships and stuff. So anyways, long story short, I knew that med device is where I wanted to be, um, in the long run, because I was like, I don't want to go to a school after I'm done with football for another 10 years. Right. So I was like, how can I be in the OR room? How can I affect patient outcomes? And how can I continue the passion of mine, which is the human body? how can I be around it all the time, you know, and sports. Um, So anyways, I knew that med device was it. And when anyway, so when I got done playing professional football, I was like, I still had some credits left to finish up my degree for Boise state. Um, So in the interim, I was like, let let me get some sales experience under my belt because obviously I, just played football <laughs> big dumb jock right with no sales experience how's he gonna get a, a med device uh job so I did that and I took a shot on myself when I was because after I had gotten you know the XFL went under yep. I was back here in Utah and I was here for about six eight months and I decided to take a shot on myself like I said and I moved across country down to Atlanta Georgia again um, because I had a mutual connection with a friend who was selling solar down there. Okay. And um, long story short, I ended up selling solar, was the top sales rep for 
basically my entire time down there <laughs> and uh, you know was able to to help a lot of people make the switch to clean energy but even more than just selling solar it was a great opportunity for me to sharpen and hone my sales skills and sales ability um, which was my my whole goal ever since you know I was said like I took all those internships through college um, and then I was continually throughout when I was working down there doing sales with solar, I was always, you know, applying for jobs in for tons of different companies uh, here in Utah, back up in Idaho, down in Arizona, like all over the place over here on the West Coast. This is where my family's from. I wanted to get back. And um, anyways, the, the stars finally aligned. And mind you, I, I had been putting in job offer or, you know, job applications for over eight months and like I had gotten through a lot of the process with a bunch of different companies and different divisions and I finally broke through um it, it's honestly like I I'm a man of faith yep. um and it seriously has been like the biggest blessing in my life that God's timing is real I believe um, and, and seeing how things worked out in order for me to finally break through. I mean, it, it was persistence on my end, right? You have to put in the work, hundred percent. Um, but having that faith and just being unshakable in it through, like I was saying, it was literally almost a year long that I was trying to break into med device and staying strong and rooted in your beliefs and networking with the right people. That's how I'm here with you. Um, <laughs> man, it, it's seriously like it's all come full circle and, and being able to take this opportunity is something that's it's going to be life-changing. So, A hundred percent, man. And I just wanted to just touch on a couple of things because you said some great things in there. Uh, but the one thing that I just, I find uh, awesome and amazing was like, even though you were a top prospect, right? You went to the league, but you're going through college. Even in the back of your mind, you're still thinking of like, hey, what am I going to do when football is maybe not always mm -hmm. there, right? And I think that's just such a huge thing to like, again, we have a lot of athletes who listen to this. And again, you always want to be pro. You always want to like, no matter what you do, whatever sport it is. Uh, but knowing that that could not be forever. And it could be like, you hope so. Right. But like, it's probably not. And what, what can you do that can provide a great living and stuff? So I just wanted to say, I think it's really smart. And it was really cool just to hear, you know, like taking it, I don't want to say taking advantage, but using your resources when you're there, right. When you're with yeah. the doctors, you have those relationships, you're working with these people why not learn about it and being able to go and leverage where you're at? I think that was just so smart of you. And then you just want to go into you doing the solar sales. Like I just want to like touch on that's not an easy job for anyone who's like listening. That's not a, like a hang out, make a call and get your job and get just get a sale. That's a, it doesn't matter how hot or how cold or what the weather is. You're going out and you're knocking doors and you're getting doors slammed in your face. I imagine cops probably, called every once in a while and yep. uh because my i say that because my buddy's a financial advisor and he told me he's got the cops called him when he used to door knock and yeah. bust at him and all that good stuff um but just being able to show that again putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation and being able to come in and succeed where you said again being one of the top reps it's just it goes back to you guys i want you to really hear it doesn't matter whether like if it was athletics if it was in sales or whatever it's just the hard work that comes with it and like grant says that is the consistency that he kept putting in so no matter what he does and this is the talk i see with a lot of the guys who and girls that get into this industry and are successful 
it's not all the different things. It's they work hard and they're very consistent and they're open to feedback and they're willing to change with that feedback no matter where it's at, because that's what makes the difference. So I just really wanted to say that to you, man. Like it's awesome to, to see that all come together and, and just, there's no doubt that you're at where you're at. And I just, and I do want to just say with the, the whole man of faith, like I am too. And again, I just say this to everybody, what you guys believe is awesome. And I, and that's good. Um, I believe what I believe. And, and same thing, what you're saying, man, is say I got offered a job. And if I would have took that job, it, it just didn't feel right. I would have been an associate in Atlanta. Um, and you know, and I did it and I waited a couple months and here I am with one of the lar- the largest company in the world as a full line sales rep. And it wouldn't have never happened if, you know, like it, what, like you said, God's timing, he, he puts stuff how it wants it. And I've seen that in my own life here in Arizona. Like I tell people I moved out here with $1,200 to my name. The week I moved out here, the guy I worked for Jeremy, uh, literally let go of the guy, uh, that was working for him the week before or the guy left. And so I walked right into the situation. So when you say God's timing, you know, that's where a hundred percent, I feel it's true as well, but it's just to everybody out there, you know, like you can't rush good stuff. And sometimes it, it is a test, but like Durant will talk to it, especially once he gets into the world is like, this is just what we talk about. Do the job to get the job. He knows it's going to be a test once he gets in, you know what I mean? So it's not just like, this is just, Oh, we're trying to break in and then you're done. And it's easy. You know, yeah, now, no. now the real work starts. Exactly. So I, I do want to just circle back a little bit with you being, you know, going through college, going through med device, like what was the biggest thing? Cause you, we talked a little off air of like one of the companies. And, and so just the company that you wanted to work for, what was the company? Why, why them, right? What, what drew you to them when you were going through the process and why they're kind of like your dream company? Yeah. Um, well, to be honest with you, it was connections again. Um, because one of my good buddies that used to play for Boise State, um, he was actually the person that helped me land this internship while I was in college. And just being, you know, in the OR and seeing what was going on and the different types of relationships that were, that he was interconnected with and that I knew I wanted to be a part of, that was one of the biggest things. I mean, granted, obviously comp plans can be different. You know, salaries can be different money aside like if you're in med device the money's going to come if you put in the work exactly if you're good yeah exactly if you're good and you put in the work and you're consistent like you're saying it's not a secret that this is a lucrative business so what else like what else would drive you to any particular you know i can't speak for everybody like that that's listening like but you really have to ask yourself that like what do i value do I value the people that I'm going to be around every single day? Do I value culture of the company? Do I like, what is it that I'm looking for? Because I mean, at, at least for me, like, this is my career. This is my occupation. Yep. Like this, I'm going to retire with the company that I'm working with. You know, it's like, those are my goals. That's my vision. Um, and having the, the proper alignment and and making sure that you're the correct fit for the company that you're looking at, it's got to, you know, it has to mesh up or else it's just like, I mean, it'll be like water and oil, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. never going to, never going to connect. So you've got to make sure that it's, it's right. So. No, and that's such a good point. And then we talk about this all the time on the podcast is just, uh, it's got to feel right. Like you're saying, because I, I say this to my manager, I say this to all the job interviews that I go through and I've been through is, you know, 
I want to make sure where I'm at is the best fit for me, but also the best fit for you. Cause I have your best interest in mind too. It's not just, it's not just about me, right? You want it to be a good fit because also if it's not a good fit for both of you in the end, it won't be you like, it won't work out. Right. If even if it's a good fit for you, but not for them, it just, it just, there's that friction that comes in with it. So that's, that's a great point. And just for you guys who are listening, right. Always being just checking in, you know, this is why I feel like you guys should talk to several different companies, right? Because you're really going to see the differences of like, Hey, Oh, I liked how they handled this, or I don't like that. Or I talked to a bunch of different people and their experience there. So that's really the big thing now. So you went through the interview process, right? You were applying for about a year, uh, reaching out, doing stuff. <clears throat> what do you think kind of was the thing that started helping you get like to those final job interviews as you started doing this, you know, for a year and trying to break in, what do you think was the thing that kind of helped you stand out? And then through that, what would your advice be to the people that are trying to go through that interview process? Yeah. Great questions. Um, to basically touch base on the, on the first one, I started to, to learn and adapt. I would say like the first couple applications that I put in, it was just like, Oh, here's a job application. I've applied for a lot of jobs before they get it. And next thing you know, you're getting interviewed type of thing, you know, yep. learning, adapting, knowing what I had to change to get that application pushed forward. Like who else do I have to talk to? What else do I have to do? What other connections can I make? You know, so that it's not just a free floating, Hey, my application's out there. Like, dude, and you know, with the company that you work with, they get thousands of applications every <laughs> single day, a day, you know what I'm saying? Like a day, which is wild. And if, even if they had, imagine they, they had one person like to look at all those applications, is your application still going to stand out? It's like, no, first off, they don't have a thousand people looking at applications. Yep. They probably, they have, you know, a handful of people, if that. And so well, and they also have the computer system that's exactly. looking for just keywords. And if it doesn't have the keywords, it right away just gets rejected. Those are, those are the exact things that I'm talking about, right? It's like, so, so what are you going to do? How are you going to adapt? Like, and obviously it, it's trial and error too. Like you got to, one thing that kind of clicked for me through the process is you just don't know what you don't know and until you go out and you actually do it right that's how you're gonna learn yep so like being in i mean you can you can try and explain to somebody how something is but if, if they're not willing to go out and try it they're never gonna be able to feel it touch it like see how it actually works so simply like one thing that i would say is is being persistent and trial and error but the other things are like you're saying is how are you going to stand out what connections are you making what words are you saying what questions are you asking through the process um to what people uh, are are some of the things that i would say did that answer your question yeah no it did and that's just just how you're breaking in and exactly to your point right that's where we talk about you have to be open you have to be always like learning and I, I want to just touch on your point. I say that to people all the time, especially once you break in the industry, because especially, you know, when everybody reaches out to me, they think medical device sales is only orthopedics and it's only striker. That's, <laughs> that's the most common thing I hear, right? That's all. And then you tell them about like other or other divisions, right? And they're like, oh, I had no idea, right? And yeah, like, yeah. then I talk to people all the time. I say this, I just said this on our course call today. It's like, you don't know that you could work 
a job in med device that possibly is under 40 hours a week and makes 300 grand a year until you're in it. And then you just, you learn that, but you just don't know it. What you don't know, you don't know. You know what exactly. I mean? So it's a great point that you're just stating. And then also, again, like great point on people, thousands of applicants a day coming to these large companies, right? Everybody wants to work with them. And this, and this is my, always my joke with some of the people that feel like, you know, if they go to a certain place or an institution or anything that they're just going to get job offers from these big companies. And the conversation is, no, the big companies don't need to do that. Because guess what? The top talent at ADP, CentOS, the top talent of people who are already making hundreds of thousands of dollars are trying to get into these positions already. Mm -hmm. So exactly. that's who's going to be reaching out. And that's who's the top candidates. Because like we talk about on the, uh, with all my uh, people that are trying to break in, it's like, if you don't have sales experience, the question, number one question they're going to ask is, why would we choose you over the person who is an ADP, ADP president club winner that we yeah. have in the pool? Like, what are you, what's different about you that we would choose? So that's a, a great point of just how you're standing out, the networking, what you're doing and adapting, because this interview process, it's why I say it's a roller coaster ride. Some days you're on top of the world and you got the final interview and the next day they went with an internal candidate. So you just don't know what you're getting, right? And so I think that's just a great point to just being adaptive. So if these guys reached out to you, Duran, they're like, hey, man, whether I have sales experience or no sales experience, what would you tell me right now to do so I can stand if, out and get a job? So you're saying if you had sales experience or if you didn't have sales didn't experience? Didn't have sales experience. Okay. Yeah, either or. because and, and you can go to both, right? If you did or didn't. Um, I just feel like there's things that as you've learned on this journey, no matter what, if you have sales or not sales experience, like you can do these certain things and they'll help you stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, funny that you mentioned that question because uh, I actually just got off a phone call prior to this uh, with a lady who was kind of asking me because I got hired in as you know a sales rep here in Salt Lake City. Um, and <laughs> she, she's, she's already broken into med device. Um, she's in it as an ASR. Yep. Um, so she's like asking me very similar questions and she's like, so do you think the biggest thing that, that really like locked you into, to being an actual sales rep and kind of skipping the ASR position is, was it your year, year and a couple months of, of solar sales? And I was like, you know, I, I mean, I have obviously thought about this through the interview process, Yep. but hearing it from an, a different person's perspective on like, what does qualify you, right? You have to ask that for you individually. What does qualify you? For me, it was not being a top salesman for a year for a random solar company in Atlanta, Georgia. Like, and I was telling my wife this earlier today too, like, there are so many people sales wise that are way overqualified as to what I am. I've only been doing sales for a year, not even a year and a half. Yep. There's people that have spent their entire lives, 15, 20 years, like careered sales reps, right? That were probably applying for the exact same job. So what, what is it that can set you apart? It's you. What is it about you that would set you apart in, in your particular role, right? Like whether you're, you know, if you're applying for company X, Y, or Z, what is it that they're going to say, okay, Durant is the right fit. 
Like for me personally, it was being and always having the top 1% mentality. Like, and this is what I kind of shared through my interview process is like from the amount, the percentage of kids that play high school football, it is less than 1% that make it to play professional football. It is literally 0.07%. And that's a little bit rounded up, but anyways. um, And it's like, so just having my mindset, like, as a kid, I used to always watch, you know, Monday night football, Sunday night football with my family and my yep. brother and having that competitiveness. And I was like, I'm going to play on that freaking stage one day. I'm going to be on TV, like having that mindset throughout from when I was literally nine years old, when I started football to when I finished playing football, which I was 25 years old, that's what's setting me apart for the position that I was looking to get into. And that's going to be completely different for everybody, right? I mean, what in your life sets you apart from your peers? Like, what is it that you're doing day to day? What have you accomplished in your life? And like you were saying earlier, you got to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. If you have no sales experience or if you have no med device knowledge or like, for example, let's say you went to college or you're going through college right now and you're not like in a in a pre-med major or health science major or anything related, but you're like, for some reason you have curiosity. You're like, Hmm, could I do med device sales? I've, you know, I've seen this guy, Jacob on YouTube and I've heard his podcast. Like he's a stand-up guy. Like what is that all about? Right. Uh, okay. Well, what are you going to do to make yourself uncomfortable so that you can get some type of experience and, and grow yourself? Yep. Like personal growth to me is, it's literally my number one thing. Yep. Like how I start every day is my personal growth hour. And that's non-negotiable for me. Yep. That's every single morning, non-negotiable personal growth hour. I do it no matter what. And so I can always continue to grow. Obviously it's named personal growth, but it's like, what are you doing to, you know, what that's going to set you apart is what I'm trying to get at. I love that, man. And I, I, to you guys who are listening, please just rewind that last like five, six minutes and just re-listen to it because I'm like ready to run through a wall right now. Uh, but you're but you're 100% right, Durant. I was literally, I just had this talk. We just did our bi-weekly phone call. I was telling you from the course. And mm. I literally had this talk because we have people that are, you know, former college athletes. We have college graduates. We have people that actually um, were from med school and they decided not to finish and go be a doctor and they want to get a med device. And we had the conversation. I said, the most important thing is it's your why and who and, and how you tell your story, right? It's, it's you. So that yeah. was the conversation. It's you, but how do you tell your story? And I said, take away, like even for yourself, right? Take away the athletic part. Take away that you played for the NFL, right? What about you separated yourself during this process? What mm. do you have to add to a team, to a, uh, to a manager? Or what can you bring to that's going to help lift this territory up? And that's where I just want to say, again, your, your whole background just proves it. But that's where I tell, I was just telling them on the call, that's what you guys have to figure out. Because I, I said this, and you can say, I said this in the, uh, my interviews, and it's always how you say it. But I said, hey, I know you're taking a shot with me um, with no sales experience, but I promise you, whoever decides to take that shot will be extremely happy. Yeah. Right? And it's just a belief. It's not, there, it's not being cocky. And like, that's the number one thing I hear all the time. Oh, salespeople are cocky. 
um, or whatever it is, you, you have to have a self-belief because guess what? Nobody's going to believe in you as much as you should believe in you. Yeah. Everyone's going to tell you why you suck or tell you why you shouldn't do something. We see it every day in society, even with what I do now. The amount of times I got told I need to shut my mouth and not have a podcast and do a YouTube and all this stuff and to see where it's at now and all the fun and being on phone calls with people like yourself. Like, that's what it's about is what are you bringing to this world? What are you bringing to this role? What are you going to come and offer to this team and to this industry, to this company by you being you? And that's what people miss. They think it's all their background. It's all this. Screw that. Screw your background. Screw everything that you think is going to take you to win. What are you, the person, bringing to this position? And why would we hire you over anybody else? That's mm-hmm. the question. And you did a great job of just explaining that to random, like, I loved it. And it gets me riled up because that's, that's the truth and personal growth. Same thing here. Like I tell people, and you know this world, but it's like being a personal trainer to being, you know, like made 40, $50,000. Everyone knows my story, right? I moved out here with $1,200 uh, with my name. I lived off $30 a week four years ago. And now I'm in the top 5% of what Americans make, right? And we go in, it, it can change overnight, but it's not going to happen because you're just hanging out. It's you got to be growing. You got to be surrounding yourself with people. And I say this on my Instagram. If you guys follow, you're probably annoyed of it by now. But I'm like, you should be doing stuff that scares you every single day. Every time I have a thing in a pit in my stomach that says, don't do that, I force myself to turn around and go do that exact same thing because otherwise I'm letting the little voice in my head get too comfortable. And then I get too comfortable with just letting little things slide. And it should be like, if there's an uncomfortable situation, I'm putting myself out there because that's where you're going to grow. And that's what's going to lead you to the next point. And I'll just be honest, in this world that I've learned, it's what's going to lead to your next opportunity and possible sale. Yes, man. Dude, I, I literally have chills too. So to <laughs> remind everybody, go back, rewind, listen to Jacob's part too. That was fire. <laughs> Seriously, like I couldn't say it any better myself. Um, when, and that's a, that's a big reason why I, I mean, being an athlete, I like to work out. I, I love, you know, when your body feels good, you feel good, your mind feels good. Like everything starts to click and it comes a little like life comes at you easier. It feels like when you've prepped your body and your mind, but even more than that is like outside of like aesthetic and physique. It's like, dude, when I'm in the middle of my workout, and this is just what, you know, you reminded me when you're, when you're saying this, that you post it on your Instagram all the time. It's like, when I'm in the middle of my workout and I, and I get that feeling in my gut and I'm like, gosh, these squats are killing me. And it's Monday morning at 6am. Right. And I'm like, am I really about to do five by 10 back squats or am, it's Friday? Am I really going to do five by five front squats? Like, yeah, yes, of course I'm going to do it. And when I'm in the middle of it, I'm going to think about how I'm going to execute the end of it because I know right when I'm at that point and I get that feeling like, okay, I'm uncomfortable. Screw the body. Like it's not about the body. Your body can do it. It's right here. Yep. It's what is that when you, when you get to that point of discomfort, what are you going to tell yourself? Yep. And outside of working out, what are you going to tell yourself when, you know, you've been, running around town all day trying to get in with new docs and you know you're trying to land new business and you keep getting shut down by you know x y and z person it's like what are you going to tell yourself hang it up oh dude push through like keep going and 
and execute right kill that last part of it so it's no that and that perfectly said and I, I bring up the workout people always used to see because when i first started right i was trying to run a territory do all this i was waking up at working out at 4 a.m every morning and mm. people were like why would you do that and i said because every time my body told me it didn't want to and i said there's a difference between cocky and confidence and the confidence is keeping promises to yourself i said this yeah. to someone today all the times i woke up at 4 a.m i always wanted to go back to bed but i made myself get up you know like Every time I'm at the gym, that's why I like during the day or whatever. That's why I love the gym. Everyone's like, oh, it must be nice to be able to like eat a lot of food or whatever it is, right? Because you can do your stuff. I said, but every single day I'm in the gym, my body's telling me quit. And I have to tell myself, screw that. You're doing two more reps. Screw yeah. that, right? When you're doing back squat and you're like dying and you did eight and you still got two or four more or whatever it is, you want to quit. But it's like, nope, we're just getting done today. We're not, we're not messing around. And so that's the thing I just want to like put out there is you're so right about it, getting your mind right. And I do want to just say, I had that today. There's a doctor I've been going for big doc, huge account. We've been working. We had great progress and me and the doc, good stuff. It came more to the hospital, got shut down today. You get that mm -hmm. email. What's it? What do you want to do? You want to feel bad for yourself? Go pout, go tell somebody why it sucks. Guess who that helps? No one, literally no one. It doesn't even help Nobody. you because yeah. it puts you in a victim mentality. It's Literally, this is what I did. I saw that, gave myself 30 seconds to feel bad and be like, that sucks. Went, ate some watermelon and was like, why I'm eating my watermelon, brainstorming, what's the next move? Yeah. Right? Because it's just time to get up and figure it out from there. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, um, dude, I mean, we were obviously connecting deep, but that's like, my biggest thing man in in life is i can't control anything that's happened in the past if you got that email guess what it's already been sent you know what i'm saying yep like it's over with so just like you said take it try it and it's like dude i, I how do you respond to these events and that's that's what life is that's how you dictate your future like there's no, I mean, I could look back at things that have happened in my past, like literally, and, and it's just, man, it's just, it's so deep right now. And I don't want to get emotional at all, but literally that is everything in life is how you react to events. Yep. Like I got, you know, when I got released from Atlanta, it was, and I'll just share a personal story, but like, you know, I called my wife and I said, Hey, I just got cut from the, from the Falcons. And, you know, it was, it was hard to break the news to my wife, but my next words were, it's all going to work out though. This is just one step in the journey. Yep. That's it. Like I literally have chills all up and down my arm and it's it, because it, it seriously is. It's like, yep. if I, dude, I got cut. If I pout about it, if I call my buddies that out of high school didn't do anything with their life, like they're going to be a good shoulder to cry on. Do I want to go cry on that shoulder or do I want to do something about it? Yep. No, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to go get my next opportunity. Played in the XFL. That got shut down. What do I do? I take a shot on myself now, taking control of my own future. Yep. Like, all right, it's time. Like my time is up with football. I'm getting older. I'm going to move on and I'm going to take 
you know, the reins of my life in my hand. I'm going to go be my own boss. I'm going to move around across the entire country. And I'm going to take this job, 1099, pure commissions, door to door. Like, let's see what I'm really made of. Right. Yep. And doing that, dude, I, I mean, it's seriously, it's just how I reacted to, to events. Yep. And obviously being proactive at the same time. Like I'm not just sitting back and taking things as they come at me, but it's like when things do happen to me, how do I react to them? So a hundred percent, man. And I, and I just want to talk about it. The thing I want you guys to, to hear right now, because I know you might be thinking you're like, Hey, how's this go to medical device sales, right? You're talking to two guys who broke in as full line sales rep with some of the top companies in the world. And that's not to just be like a brag, right? That's not be like, look at us. We're so good. What I want you guys to, to realize is, you know, I've been told so many times by people who reach out, oh, you became a full line sales rep. Oh, I don't think I could ever have done that. Oh, I, oh my God. There's no confidence, right? There's no like, they're like, oh, I just need to get it. You want to know what, like what we talked about, take everything away. You want to know what makes you stand out when you own yourself and know what makes you through that, make you own yourself. You've gone through tough times. You've bet on yourself and you've won time and time again. Just like his story, like Durant's story. Like for me, when people ask me, like even today, I, I had someone call me and they're like, wow, you've had a lot of success in a small amount of time and uh, that's good for you. And hopefully it's not luck. And I'm like, luck. I moved out here with $30 to live off every week. You want to call that luck? Right? Like when you've done it, like that's why it doesn't matter what I do in life now. I believe I can do it just like Durant can. Like you get to a mentally a mental spot because if the past did not break me, if I was at the lowest of the lows and I still have not stopped and now literally three months, six months, a year, three years later, I'm better than half. Like I'm in the top percent of the world. I'm just getting started, baby. We're not even 30, right? Like, and that's what I say. And like, even for me, the reason I'm just sharing this with you guys is like, you know, on this podcast, I work with millionaires. I train people who are financially very successful. You want to know what the one thing they don't ever do? Feel bad for themselves and complain. Because it doesn't do any good because they have, it doesn't fix the problem that just came up and it's not going to make them any more money. It's actually just going to lose them if they keep feeling bad, if they don't fix the problem. And that's no different than in this world and medical device sales or just in life, right? This is, I talk about this podcast for medical device sales, but hopefully you guys get more out of it just in your own life. But again, no matter what you're doing in your life, things aren't fair. Life's not fair. I'm sorry if I'm the first one to burst your bubble and that makes you guys like realize it, but life's never going to be fair and it's not meant to be fair. So what you guys got to figure out is what are you going to be? Are you going to be the victim who feels bad for yourself all the time? Or are you going to be the person who's going to roll with the punches, get knocked in the face and just get up again? Because I say this all the time. You want to know who's pretty hard to beat? The person who just never gives up. Mm. You're going to get punched in the face. Even in this industry, you're going to get cussed at. You're going to get yelled at. But are you going to get up and come in and show up time and time again to show why you're the best person? So again, Durant, you and I know we could chop this up forever uh, and, keep on, <laughs> and keep on going. Um, but again, man, I just want to say, first off, thank you so much for taking time out of your night. Um, I know you're busy and I just want to say thank you for just being able to jump on and just share your story. Um, and again, man, I just want to congratulate you on just breaking in, like I said, with a top company in the world as a full line sales rep. Um, like, like we talked about on this podcast, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, to be able to come in with a top company and not be able to have that medical sales experience and go into a, a full line sales rep with what everybody knows what that is and, and the opportunity there. 
So I just want to say congratulate to you and, and just congratulations on all the hard work you put in to put yourself or put yourself in a place where you're at now. Thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. Seriously, uh, to be on this podcast means the world to me, especially like at this point, like the starting point of my career. Um, and honestly, like not just to you, but to everybody that's listening, I want to be a value. So if you got any value from this podcast, obviously make sure to share it. That's a non-negotiable. <laughs> that should be a written contract before you listen to the thing. But also feel free to reach out to me. Um, if there was something that was said and maybe you want me to elaborate, obviously we're time constrained. Yep. Um, we don't have forever that we can talk on this, uh, uh, on this podcast, but if anything, and I sincerely mean this and I know Jacob is the exact same way. Like, he was the one who helped me uh, when I had, you know, when I was going through the interview process, like I said, trial and error. What did I learn? I need to make more connections. I need to really network and pick people's brain in order to, to nail these interviews. I literally, I had never spoken with you, Jacob, you can be my witness. I had never spoken to you and I had watched all the youtube videos man like i'm seriously like the podcast everything i an avid listener and watcher and took a shot reached out jacob added value and now that's you know i i seriously want to thank you man from the bottom of my heart you're an integral part of why i'm here um and like i said this is just the beginning right yeah. And I want to be able to help others as well. So if you ever have anything that you're curious about, hey, I needed this advice on this interview or hey, like, what about this? You, I heard you on the podcast talk about your mentality, like what helped you? Just feel free, boy, girl, indifferent, doesn't matter, reach out anybody. Um, I'm speaking, I know for myself and I, I know that Jacob's the same way. So feel free to reach out to us. A hundred percent. And, and just real quick, where can they find you Durant? Yeah. Um, on Instagram, Durant miles is my tag. So, uh, just D U R R A N T M I L E S. Um, that's probably the best way to reach me. Um, or you can email me, I guess too. Uh, Durant. do you have a LinkedIn? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Durant Miles, LinkedIn. Um, you can email me. It's on there. So go yep. check out my LinkedIn or my Instagram. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And you guys, just like we say all the time, again, because Durant is, again, he's going to help a lot of people. I know you guys are going to listen to this and reach out. The thing we just always ask, and even like myself, is, you know, you guys listen to these podcasts. You know I've said it a million times. If, if this is your first podcast, just for you, because, again, I say this for you guys, not just for me. Do yourself a favor, go back and listen to more of the older podcasts just so you can have the most value. So when you do get on these phone calls with myself or Durant or anybody, you know questions that are going to be beneficial to you and your situation. Because yeah. a lot of times I have the conversation is like with me, I get on hundreds of calls a month now. And it's like, I don't have time to do like normally two or three calls. Like it's a one and done kind of situation. Always mm -hmm. happy to help. I'll do whatever I can. But if you come and you ask me three questions or five questions that are literally from my last three podcasts, I'm just going to be like, did you listen to it? And then you'll be like, no. And then I'll answer it to me like, hey, sorry, I got to get off. Right. Um, because if here's the thing, I can help you with your situation. If you came in and said, hey, I've done A, B and C. This is where I'm at. I can help you with that. Right. No different than Durant. So I just ask that to you guys and the listeners. First off, don't be a weirdo. 
Um, we don't like those on the show. But second of all, uh, if you guys are going to reach out to people, just come prepared um, because Durant, just like this, right? He's a new rep taking over a territory for a big company, right? It's not like he has all the free time. So if he's taking time to go back and help you guys, just make it worth his while. So I always just want to put that out there. Um, but again, if you guys are watching on YouTube or the podcast, please a like and subscribe or a five-star review helps us grow this channel just to impact more and more people. Again, that's always our goal. And then again, so excited. I just do want to share. We just had our first uh, bi-weekly call that we did for the course. Went great. Ended up actually going about two hours today, which is crazy. Um, again, just diving in, answering questions specific to the interview process and, and what the, the uh, candidates had to just ask for. Because again, it's a go through the course and answer it. Um, but it was just so much fun to be able to, to go in there. Uh, we've maxed out June, which has been amazing. Uh, first off, thank you to all you guys who've considered or reached out. Uh, but again, we will be opening back in July. Again, I'm only offering five spots because I'm trying to keep it as close and personal as I can. So you guys can have me to the fullest, have my number, be able to talk to me. I can help you guys through the process. So I just want you guys to just know it's been a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys are interested in it, please just feel free to reach out to me on either Instagram, LinkedIn. We'll set up a quick Zoom call. I can answer any questions that you guys have for it. Um, but it's been just a lot of fun over the last couple of weeks to see it all come together and just the value it's adding and seeing people break in. But until next time, guys, you guys can feel free to reach out. New to medical device sales, Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn. But until next time, we will see you. And again, Durant, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, guys.